Nieves. Hello and welcome to the Have You Seen This podcast. I am your host, Ethan Wilson, here with my good friend and co-host, Jake Spencer. Heyo! And for you that don't know, this is a movie where Jake and I recommend a movie to the other one that they have not seen. Watch it during the week and then we discuss it during the show. This episode, I suggested that Jake and I watched Jaws the Revenge from 1987. Ooh, yeah. Starring Lorraine Gary, Lance Guest, Mario Van Peebles, and Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Directed by Joseph Sargent, and it's the third sequel to the massive blockbuster Jaws from 1975. It's a movie about Chief Brody's widow believing that her family is deliberately being targeted by another shark in search of revenge. So, Jake, what's up, dude? Hey. This movie was a nice break from Midsummer, and then right after that watching Parasite. So it's a nice break to watch something just stupidly funny <laughs> or funnily stupid. Yeah. Or something like that. It was a nice break. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever uh, heard of this before we watched it? Honestly, no. I mean, I I was aware of like I thought Jaws 3D was the last one. Okay. And yeah. Just because I had seen that in a few CGI react videos where they just we talked about the Dude, Jaws terribly yeah. CGI shark. Jaws 3D is <laughs> hilarious too. So, my story with this movie, surprisingly, Jake, I had only seen this movie, like, one time before this. Well, I don't blame you. <laughs> the reason I'm so familiar with this video game is because this video, this movie, sorry, not video game, this movie is the basis for the NES video game Jaws. What? So, it's exactly the same. The movie, the levels, you're you're going down, and you're, hunt, you're a little scuba diver, you have to go down and collect conch shells snails and there's a shark that comes swimming through and you have to shoot it with a tar- harpoon thing and then the final level is you have to make it pop out of the water and stab it with the bow of the ship and me and my cousin when i was a little kid used to play that game all the time because he had, i have never heard he of that had an nes um and the heart i mean the heartbeat sensor in this game just brings back so much like nostalgic memories because that's how you could tell the shark when you're cuz yeah. when you're before you go diving down for the conch shells you're having to to sail the boat around the bay and you can tell how close you're getting to the shark by the heartbeat sensor so it's just burr, 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 burr in the game <laughs> um and until you were strong enough to fight the shark you had to go get conch shells and stuff it was probably i haven't played that game in probably 15 years so it probably really sucks 
but yeah that's i mean that's what i remember and the last the the credits scene in the video game is the plane flying off into the sunset <laughs> of this movie so <laughs> That's, uh, that's my story with the movie that I have never really ever watched this movie because it sucks. And yeah, uh, I know it. I knew it exactly all of the thing was going to happen because of the video game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What did you not like about this movie? I'm sure there was quite a few things. Well, aside from the whole movie, I mean, I didn't hate it. Mostly because it was just a nice movie just to kind of relax and laugh at sometimes you just need those just terrible movies but uh so first of all oh gosh in the very beginning scene it keeps you know going at the surface of the water and underwater and then it's just all just i just wrote down people at that near that dock you just keep throwing all their shit in the water it's just there's all this junk down there yeah yeah and like in the the amity harbor they you can really tell the difference between a Steven Spielberg shot like that and this uh-huh. that's just a dude that you've never heard of. I didn't look and see what else yeah. this guy's directed. But, like, Steven Spielberg was very intentional. Not, I mean, yeah. 90% of it is because the shark never worked in the first Jaws. Uh-huh. Uh, it was always broken because the salt water would mess up the mechanical gears of the shark and it would just break down. So they they couldn't use the shark for a lot of it, so they had to use like a POV shot for the shark in a lot of the first movie. Okay. And that's where a lot of these movies fail, is that they show the shark way early. Oh, yeah, they showed this before. And they showed it, yeah. Yeah, and um, even the shark in the first movie looks horrible. You see it so little out of the water that yeah. it's it's not believable, but you, it's passing, I guess. Um, yeah. Which I should go ahead and say, Jaws is one of my top three favorite movies of all time. The first one with uh, from 75. I love that movie. Yeah. I've seen it hundreds of times growing up and throughout the thing. I have a, my sister made me, she put together a Jaws jigsaw puzzle and framed it and gave it to me for Christmas. Uh, really I'm just cool. a Jaws guy. I really like, really like that movie. And these sequels, I mean, the second one is okay. Uh, it's at least got Roy Schneider in it. Uh-huh. Um, the second, the third, and fourth one, they have characters like Dennis Quaid plays Mike Brody in the third one, and then this mm-hmm. random nobody plays Mike Brody in this one because Dennis Quaid turned down reprising the role. Smart. And Lorraine Gray, she's in the first and second one, uh, and the third one. I think she's in all of them. She's in a part of the third one because they work at. Mike works at SeaWorld in the third one. She's coming okay. to watch uh, something. I don't remember. It's been years since I've seen that one, too. Um, so she's in all of them. Uh, and then everyone else is just kind of rotating. But other than her, I don't think there's there's nobody from the original cast, that core cast, that's in any of the other movies, except for Roy Schneider in the second one. And he's such a good uh, actor that he can carry and kind of elevate a bad movie to be a little bit better than... It should be probably, um, and I know a lot of the like Universal Studios uses the end of the second one for their for their shark ride that used to be in Florida, where it bites the power cable and explodes. But my, you know, my first problem has to do with Roy Schneider, in that you see the picture on the wall of him in the first five seconds of the movie in the police station. 
And you're like, well, that's just reminding me of a better movie that I would rather be watching <laughs> than this one. Uh, and uh, I mean, they I mean, they show it. They show him multiple times in this movie. And there's a fun yeah. fact about that later that I'm not going to say now. But, yeah, you know, it's the whole it. time I'm just like, well, quit reminding me of this way better version of this type of movie. Um, yeah, that I, sh- I could be watching, but I'm watching this one because. I have to report a, record a podcast this week. <laughs> <laughs> My second one was when Mike, uh, where they fly up to Amity, and you know to get the mom, and he's walking on the beach with his wife. And he's reminiscing on his brother Sean, and he's just like he always wanted to do what I was, and then he just cuts himself up and he just starts running down the beach. And I'm just like, was he supposed to be like sad? They didn't really give him a ramp up to a breaking point. His his demeanor didn't change. He didn't really look sad. He looked bored. And then while he was running, he's just like, okay, this scene is just me running. I'm not going to be, like, emotional. Just dead deadpan running. I'm just like, what was that? Yeah. Just from an acting perspective, I'm like, this, this, this doesn't show anything. Another question that I have is this: this family has been repeatedly – attacked by this this shark family for yeah 10 years why are you still living on amity island move inland I, move to nebraska i know right there's <laughs> no great white sharks in nebraska mm-hmm. get out of there it's just so weird yeah. that they're still there and this the youngest son sean is the the uh, sheriff's deputy uh in amity it's like your dad died of a heart attack because of the stress levels he he had being a police officer in that town because of the shark problems that they have move. Yeah. It's not that hard yeah, to move. Seriously. If you're living, it if really you're is. living in Martha's vineyard on the East coast, you're probably not hurting for money. So just move. I somewhere know, right? else. <laughs> My next one was no, no way. Any pilot worth a damn would just be screwing around in a plane with like that with passengers, just like dipping down pulling up dipping down it's just like bro you got people in there uh, yeah that's just his character though it's just a, oh i know but it's just, i'm just person. like there's no way that would ever happen yeah the, I, the 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 part where or not the part i said how is it possible for a movie to be made 12 years later and the shark look worse than the shark made from the first movie? oh i had a i, I had a couple of those things. the shark was uh was Broken in 1975, 98% of the time, and looked 100% better than this oh, yeah. weird foam floating shark that's in the water. Yeah, when they show when they show the whole shark the first time, because like you know the first, you know the the first shark attack scene, you only see like you know its head or whatever when it jumps out, but then when it leaves Amity or when we're all leaving Amity for that scene, you see the whole shark and it's just like, ugh. <laughs> That I even wrote it down like the shark looks so incredibly fake. Like it's just terrible. And whenever they show it it's just swimming in the water, it's like it's like it's just not it doesn't look like and they can never get the tails to move on these things, so they're just yeah. they're just just floating along in the water. They don't look good at all. And then on that note I wrote down later on, I feel like the shark changes size throughout the film. Like, I feel like it changes its width sometimes, depending on, like, yeah, which scene. It just the, feels like they don't use the same one. They probably didn't. I know in the first one, the shark, at, at first, 
doesn't look super duper huge when you see it like yeah. attack the guy underwater. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, it's like this twenty-five footer that uh, yeah. Quint says, you know, you could tell by the door looking at the dorsal from the tail. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, also, no characters like that. No Matt Hooper. No, no Quint. You have his like Jamaican Caribbean science buddy, um, and he's pretty good. He's kind of like a Matt Hooper. But those guys, just the the three in that movie, were so the chemistry between them was so tangible and toxic between Quint, yeah. Quint and Hooper because Roy Schneider and uh, or not Roy Schneider. Um, it's funny we've done now we're done movies with all of them in separate movies. Oh, I know, right? I'd have to look up their names. We're playing like three degrees of Jaws. Yeah, we just go around the actual movie and do everybody else's other movies they've done. Yeah, so Richard Dreyfuss and Robert Shaw hated each other filming the first Jaws movie. So and and, oh, yeah, I mean, you and Quint that. Quint and Matt Hooper hate each other in the movie, so it's perfect. And then. Yeah. Roy Schneider is just kind of this, you know, golden era of Hollywood actor, and he's very stoic and um, kind of neurotic throughout the movie. And these people are just so the the main characters you're around are so aloof. Um, you have Michael Caine just trying to get it wet the whole time. Um, <laughs> you have Lorraine Gray, who's like a basket case, rightfully so. Yeah. Um, you got Mike who's just wanting to look at snails underwater and his buddy uh Jake, which is hilarious. Jake bitching about Jake is, everything. Jake has said so much in this movie. I was like, Oh, I know Jake's gonna enjoy this. His name's all over this movie. <laughs> you know, he's just wanting to check out the shark because great whites don't come to the Caribbean. It's like, yeah. well, maybe there's a reason this great white is in the Caribbean and you don't want to mess with it. Or you might wind up on the bow of a ship getting eaten off the edge of the off the off the little little pole you're standing on. Oh, I know, right? But I mean, there's different parts in that first movie where you understand kind of like the plight of this character. Like you understand why Quint is like this rigid, horrible person is because he went through the Indianapolis being torpedoed. And going through that horrific experience with watching his fellow countrymen that he's fighting in World War II with be eaten by sharks over days and days and days. You have this this beat cop that moved from New York City and Roy Schneider or, or, or Chief Brody who talks about how in the first of that movie how, how violent New York is and how he just wants to get away from that with his yeah. family. And then you have Matt Hooper who's a rich uh, marine biologist – um oceanographer type that yeah is trying to make his make his way out on, on on his own but also using his rich family's money to get there and then when he's asked about that he's kind of he gets mad about it you just don't have any characters like that in this movie and it's hard for me like watching quint getting eaten in the first one is a shocking thing it's like you you feel bad for this person throughout this movie and then he gets chomped uh -huh. by this shark and, you know, you feel for that person. You feel for, you know, uh, they have no scene like with Alex Kittner's mom um, where she slaps Chief Brody. They don't have anything like that where you're, you're feeling for these victims yeah, uh, and their families. This movie is just like, Jake, when he gets eaten. And I then didn't they're feel like, bad for Sean, And then though. they're like, okay. <laughs> 
you know. I felt bad for Sean at the beginning, and otherwise. Yeah, that's that 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 shark attack is very visceral, and 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 horrible. But none of the rest of them are. Um, yeah. You get that lady that gets hilariously chomped off the banana boat. <laughs> um, but I don't know. They just missed the mark so much. With things that are easy to nail, I mean, just char- mm-hmm. just develop your characters just enough to get people invested. All these people are just shark food, really. Uh, yeah. Any of them could have been eaten, and I wouldn't have like th- that little girl probably would have got me if they would if the shark would have swiped her off there. But oh yeah, the everyone else is just like okay, well that person's getting put out there to be eaten by a shark. And I there's one thing at the end of the movie that I've always had a problem. And it's not just with this movie, but every movie that does this. Is where they use scenes from earlier in the movie to show you stuff now, like you've forgotten. Like I saw this yeah. stuff thirty minutes ago. You don't have to montage this this crap for me. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I read that that was one of the critiques of this film was uh, the mom character, like when she's steering the boat to try to, you know, revenge on the shark or whatever. She's having flashbacks of things that she wasn't there for. Yeah, and that seriously happened 45 minutes ago, people. Yeah. I know that Sean got (laughs) chomped, and I know she watched the little girl get scared on the banana boat, and all this stuff. She's watching her husband shoot the shark in the flats later on, I guess. But it's just like, I I don't need to see it twice. Just, I understand. I understand what's going on. It's just because the people that make these movies... These sequels were just looking to cash in on the name and not generally trying to make a good movie. And then the development of the shark throughout the series. So in the first one, the shark is a normal shark. It's a giant shark. Yep. It's a man-eating shark. It's it's mean. It make yep. when it gets when it gets blown up by the air tank um, and is sinking down in the ground. Steven Spielberg used this semi truck noise thing to make it sound like it was roaring as it was sinking down yeah. in the ground. Um, and this one, this, this shark is straight up when it's getting shocked, popping out of the water and roaring like a tiger or a lion or something like it is turned in from a normal, it turned in, it's turned from a normal shark to this super monster lion shark thing. Yeah. It was just roaring out of the, out of the thing. And they're just like, Oh, it's sure getting shocked now because it's going. Yeah. I, I wrote. The shark is roaring. I wrote it in all caps. So, and then I went. I'm like, I'm not a, mi- a marine biologist. So I'll just guess. Sharks don't roar. And I googled it. Do sh- do great white sharks roar? The first thing that comes up is sharks do not roar. Google Google says <laughs> no, you idiot. <laughs> I know it. Basically, it basically should have just said that. I was just like, like I know there's what I mean. Why some fish that make noises? Um, I know when you take when I have fished for catfish with my dad or whatever, mm-hmm. you pull them out and sometimes those things will like uh, 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 at you. Yeah. Um, but none of them are like straight up, like they don't have vocal cords that that are like they're not growling. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> it's like a death metal guy popping up out of the water. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But he moonlights his uh, dying fetus front man, the shark with jaws. <laughs> I wrote, look, we get it. It's Christmas. Enough with all the carols, man. I mean, it was just like the first 30 minutes are just a like, Christmas carol, Christmas carol, Christmas carol, Christmas carol. Oh, what what time of year is it? 
Christmas yeah, Carol. You got the Christmas Carol for the guy getting just chomped in the water at the first, and then you got uh, the the Caribbean remix Christmas Carols back on when they go down to the island or whatever. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. There's a lot of Christmas caroling in this movie, and th- then it's like they do the New Year's party and stuff. It's a weird holiday movie. I don't. Oh, I don't yeah. understand why they put it in like they could have put it in any time of the year. They're going to the Caribbean where it's the same all year. It's just yeah. it's like it's cool summer and then it's hot summer in the Caribbean. It's never winter. Your ninety percent of your movie starts at don't put this movie in Christmas. It doesn't need to be. It needs to it could be just in like March or something. It doesn't Yeah. It's weird. They should have put a, a Santa hat and beard on the shark if they're gonna make it a Christmas movie. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been funnier. And then I said, "Screw the directors for using the, f- <laughs> the f- scenes from the first movie, which is awesome, at the end of this movie, mm. and intercutting it with the trash ending that is this movie." The yeah. the shark in the first one. So they show Brody lining up the shark with the tank in his mouth. And he says yeah. that awesome smile, you son of a bitch line. And he pulls the trigger and blows that shark to kingdom come. This movie, I guess, blows the shark up to kingdom come. He's not blowing the shark to kingdom come. My mistake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this movie, when he pulls the trigger and the shark explodes, the bow of the ship plunges into the shark. And the shark yeah. blows up for no reason. For some reason. There's no reason for the shark to explode. And it's like it got sprayed by Batman's anti-shark spray or something. It just exploded. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's like I it makes sense. a joke on it, that scene, too. It makes sense for the first movie because there's a, a pressurized air tank that they yeah. made a reference to at the first of the movie when he pulls the wrong knot. He said, these things will explode. You don't mess with them. And then later on in the movie, he shoots the tank and it explodes and kills the shark. This one, it just stabs the shark and it blows up like there's a bomb inside of it. It makes no sense. It's stupid. And it made me so mad watching this because it's just poo-pooing all over that first movie. Yeah. And then when it's showing the explosion, it does like a super cut, like boom, boom, like different scenes. And I'm just like, did Michael Scott make this film? <laughs> like, Freeze if you court. think back to Threat Level Midnight, when he makes Toby explode, it's just like seven different angles of Toby exploding. It's like, far and away the most expensive shot. Totally worth it, though. <laughs> That's what that scene reminds me of. Great Scott. <laughs> oh, man. And then I wrote, on the first scene where it shows all of the guys on the boat, you know, it has just the guy sitting outside the door just just drumming i'm just like for us the entire sequence like why it's so annoying it's like i get it the guy is just bored drumming it's like did the director just have to tell him just keep hitting the thing which was this we was hear this that. in the caribbean yeah That's because uh, caribbean people they just play drums all the time jake you never yeah, but it's just like where do you where steel drums steel drumming. drums come from the caribbean those those guys down there love drumming on everything hey man I, I just thought it was it's just not like, hey man man. It, it it's stood not, out yeah, to Jake, me. It's not hey man. It's a hey, mon. Okay. Come on. <laughs> you got it. Come on. It sandals I'm Jamaica sorry. when it when 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 the the hostess says hey mon, everyone says hey mon. Hey mon back. <laughs> Do the Jamaicans have any word for? I don't remember what it is. Wasting time. Nope, they don't. Was it impossible? Yeah. 
He's like, the Jamaicans, Jamaicans do not have a word for impossible. Jim's like, yes, it's English. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> you are not as fun as your Jamaican brothers. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> when are we going to start an office-related podcast? Uh, this is just slowly turning into that. I know. All it is just references. <laughs> so is that all the problems? Yeah, you have any more? No, I've got more. Oh, just fire them uh, up, dude, because I... I wrote, now... I'm not a biologist, but I'm pretty sure sharks just don't follow people thousands of miles. And also, they went into an airplane. If the shark was just like, you know, going based off their scent, I put that in air quotes, did the shark just somehow sneak a homing beacon onto the mom? Yeah, she How- put it up Michael Caine's butt. Yeah, you're just like, well, I'm no, I know where they, <laughs> they're going. I don't know what this is, Master Wayne. I wasn't here earlier. <laughs> and then um after the first time mike sees the shark you know he's sleeping and he's you know he's got those night sweats he's just drenched it looks like he just took a shower and hopped straight into bed he was underwater in his dream it's freddy (laughs) krueger rules like it was just like it was just an insane amount of like night sweats it was crazy i'm just like bro and then then my next one says Gets attacked and chased by a very vengeful shark. Wants to go back in the water. Mike is an idiot. He's, he's trying like, to, I have trying to. to face it's his like, fear, no. Jake. It's like, no, you don't have to. He's trying to face his fear, Jake. You're just like you're just like the real Jake in this movie. You just you're trying to stop hey, him from facing his fear, and you're being a bad friend. Jake. Jake is gonna Jake. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you guys have said that to Jake's me before. J- Jake's a, Jake's will Jake. Yeah, I guess so. And then I wrote, yeah, let's see. The shark changes sizes. The shark is roaring. Explosion supercut. Oh, and then the very end. Oof. You could see that painted background so clearly. Did they film this on the set of The Truman Show? Even though that's a joke because this is from years before. Is it a joke? Because. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you could see the, just the when they're in like the pool in that final scene when everybody's in the water. Yeah. You could just see that painted background. It's like, oh, they didn't. It's It was so poorly done. Yeah. Now, those are all my dislikes. Oh, and let's see. Not a dislike, but just a quick quick little joke. Are they at all surprised when the shark wanted a bite of someone called Hoagie? Mm. Come on, that's yeah, a good that joke. Yeah, that's a good joke. Intercut a drum roll. Ba-dum-tsh. Of the other guy playing on the boat. <laughs> Got it. So our next category is favorite parts and lines, and one of my favorite parts was one that you put in your dislikes, which is Michael Caine flying the plane like an idiot. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was funny, but I was just like, who would do that? Like, I was just thinking of, like the real world consequences of something like, like that. He's like, and if you push down, the house is getting bigger. And then it just, clo- it just <laughs> it's hard cuts to the plane slamming into the ground and exploding. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he's flying just um the mom i can't remember her in care her, uh, her movie name yeah lorraine gray uh, ellen brody yeah miss yeah ellen brody's uh ellen brody when he's flying just her he just lets go of the thing and then just lets the plane no. just start diving down just like dude he's flying with his like... he's flying with his penis on the wheel to, to impress her <laughs> you know he... <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's doing uh, what you think about this love it's a, it's a, 
He's like, flight a plane is not so hard. But I'll tell you, I know I'll it tell is. you what is hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I used to use this trick down on the nuns in Burma. <laughs> now you, this is why MST3K is so popular. It's so easy to make these jokes in bad movies. <laughs> I had a like. Okay. Um, little girl Thea was just hanging onto that little rope swing for like forever while just having arguments with everybody. It's just like, wow, that kid's pretty strong. What if the shark would have just jumped up and chomped her? That would have been a great, that would have been a great scene. I was half expecting that. <laughs> no. And then Mike wakes up from his slumber. I know. Covered right? in blood and sweat because it's, it's Freddy Krueger rules. I said, uh, Michael Caine sliding in and immediately putting the moves on Mrs. Brody. I said, what a slick, smooth bastard. He's just oh yeah lands that he just comes in and he talks about how he can't catch no fish and then he goes and catches himself a, a white whale on the beach there in, yeah. in the Caribbean yeah he, yeah he is <laughs> good for him and then I wrote it's another scene with uh, Thea the little scene where she's mimicking all the things Mike is doing I'm like oh that's a sweet little yeah again thing. it pissed me off they're just using a scene from the first movie to make this yeah. movie try to be better and I'm like it was sweet though. Well, yeah, you're falling for it, Jake, but you're you're this you don't have the attachment to the first one that I do. To me, it's a it's an attack That's... on that first movie and a disgusting, unforgivable move, Jake. Point taken. <laughs> and and granted, I haven't seen Jaws since the early nineties. Mrs. Brody asked you to take a ride on his plane. I was like, Okay, okay, Ellen. Okay, Ellen. Yeah. And then I uh... then I wrote down <laughs> when because Michael Caine tells us stupid or hoagie, tells us stupid stories every time yeah and while he's flying her he says this is this is going to be a long one one time i was flying supplies for the amazon i took a trip into the jungle my friends and i were working with the local government they were paying loyalty of a tribal leaders by bribing them with precious stones but their caravans were being raided in the forest to the north of the ragoon by a bandit so we went looking for the stones, but in six months we'd never met anybody who traded with him. One day I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had just been throwing them away. Because some men, they don't want money. They just want to watch the world burn, Master Wayne. <laughs> also, respect for trying to do the whole thing in his accent. I like I'm it. I'm trying, man. You know he. Hey man, that was good. Getting, I like I'm trying, it. I I'm working it. it. It's a, a progress. It's a it's a it's a project. I'm working. Hey man, you're, you're getting. I'm there. out here grinding, grinding daily, Master Wang. For my next one, I wrote, "Well, that's convenient. A sunken ship." And then oh, hold on. I said, while, "Smart while use got, of the CO2 to launch himself while up." While you're talking about the shunk, the sunken ship, I said, "Oxygen." Was it CO2 or was it oxygen? Yeah, you don't want to be diving with <laughs> CO2, do you? You don't want to be breathing <laughs> with CO2 underwater. I just... <laughs> I didn't think about it when I wrote it down. I don't know why, I don't know why Mike died down there. It doesn't make any sense. I said the shark stealthily sneaking through like a Looney Tune. Oh, so I know. It's like a Scooby-Doo movie. Like, like he, he goes past a porthole. You just see two shark guys in the porthole watching him move. It's just, yeah, it's just like a Looney Tune or a Scooby Doo cartoon, and he turns around, and that shark's like, boom, boom, boom. oh, oh, he sees me. Oh, gotta get him! But yeah, as far as like using the uh, the oxygen tank to launch himself up, I have no idea if it works like that. 
but it was cool. I don't know. James Bond and a and a lady in one of those Pierce Brosnan James Bonds shot themselves out of a torpedo tube um, to get to this. You were thinking of the Phantom. Just kidding. No, it wasn't the Phantom. I, I was it, making a joke to it. You know, which one is so. it? It is the one with the submarine. So the world. To, it's either I think it's the world is not enough. Yeah, okay. they shoot themselves. This is, I don't think I've this seen. This is that. a long tangent that doesn't matter, but they shoot themselves out That's of a okay. torpedo tube at the end of that, out of the sh- out of the nuclear submarine because it's melting down. Anyways, gotcha. back to this other crappy movie. <laughs> um, I said the over the overly ambitious partner trying to get everyone killed by a mean ass shark. I know. I love that. He's just like, we're just going to study the shark, man. Let's go shut. Let's just stop our project that we've gotten this grant and all this money for to go study the shark that's going to kill us. Let's go do it. Yeah. And then at the end, while he's just floating, he's like, let's go back to shells, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, you're probably not going to make it back to the shore. I would just be worried about, uh, you know, just not bleeding out in the water here. Yeah, seriously. I said, this shark is psychologically tormenting or torturing this whole family. They can't sleep. They can't Seriously. be awake during the day. Said so the FBI and CIA should recruit this shark to be the head of PSYOPs because that shark could have got all those Branch Davidians out of that compound in Waco and never fired a shot or set the place on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, I wrote for my last like, Hoagie is loaded enough to get a new plane. Yeah, just immediately. Yeah. Just right after he just crashes his into the water. I wrote down, in all caps, Jake! Jake! And then he's like, what do you want? Yo, because he's like, because it's when the shark is attacking that submarine. I remember why I wrote this down. The shark is attacking that submarine. He's yelling, Jake! Jake! And Jake's up on the boat like, what do you want me to do, man? I'm up here. I can't do anything about it. You got to get away. The part of the the shark speaking through the sunken ship is hilarious. It's like a Looney yep. Tune or Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Banana Boat Shark Attack was was gnarly and hilarious. Yeah. That lady just getting carried off by her leg into the water and the blood just shooting out of the shark's mouth. Pretty crazy. Seriously. Best yeah. Best kill in the movie, probably. And that's another thing yeah. that they didn't do in the first one. This one, all of the, all of the, the shark attacks that you could see were in slow motion. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of slow motion. I think it takes me out of it a little bit. Like when the when the Kittner kid gets chomped in the first one, the shark you see the shark do a barrel roll as fins turn over, and then there's just a geyser of blood coming out of the water and you see him get dragged down. Same with the guy that's checking on Mike Brody uh, when they're in the, the pond with the sailboat. The shark knocks the boat over. You see the shark underwater grab the guy and drag him down none of it's in slow-mo even when quint's getting killed it's all real time Mm -hmm. and it just makes it more realistic and kind of gritty feeling i guess um and then my last (laughs) the last line i wrote down that i liked was jake (laughs) that dude said jake so much in the last part of this movie you know what i think this movie is why i was named because we, oh, your parents are big I was fans born in of Jaws Revenge. Your mom watched Jaws Revenge, and you're just like, I know what I'm going to name this baby in my tummy tum right now. 
exactly what happened. Jamaican Jake. So that's all the likes that I had, Jake. Do you have any more? That was it. Okay. So, Jake, would you recommend this movie to a friend? Um, in the same way that I would recommend Mortal Kombat Annihilation to a friend. Just to watch it for the hilarity. Yeah. I said no. I said just grab an emulator on your laptop, play the NES game. Probably <laughs> more enjoyable. You get to get to collect some conks and shoot some harpoons at a shark. Uh, probably more it does fun. Sound like a good time. It is. I mean, uh, I liked it as a kid, so I'm sure it's still mm. relatively enjoyable. Just depends on how you feel about Nintendo system games from the original. So yeah, just go do that. It's it's it would be more fun. You'll still get the cool heartbeat sensor sound, which is uh, probably the coolest sound in this movie. Um, does it hold up in 2021, Jake? No. Yeah. No. I mean, there's... I mean, this, just... this movie is trash. The shark looks fake as shit. And even some of the scientific facts don't even work because they're like, sharks don't like warm water. It's like, I, I kind of Googled that. I'm like, actually, sharks don't care for either water. Yeah. You know? There are sharks down in San Diego. That's warm down there. There aren't really that many kills in this movie. It's very boring. Most of this movie is just people standing or sitting around waiting for something to happen. Yep. Um, there's a lot of standing and sitting in the first one, but it's mostly preoccupied with Clint and Hooper cussing at each other and screaming at each other or them trying to fix the boat that's taking on water or something. This mm -hmm. movie is just, they do the water gag at the end, but nothing really comes of it. So, yeah, no, it doesn't hold up in 2021. The thing that they did do in this movie, just because it wasn't available, that would be done right now, is that everything would just be CGI. And the shark oh, would yeah. still look just as bad, most likely. Uh, the sh I don't know. I, I could tell you right now, it would look bad. It would not look good. Oh, if they just gave this this same amount of effort, but just kind of scaled to the modern day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not going to... I don't think they'll ever reboot. I mean, you don't want to say ever, but... They killed off this this franchise because this movie flopped so bad. Um, mm. And there's been subsequent shark massacre films out since then that studios have really pumped money into and tried to do um, that have just not done well. I guess the Meg was... The Meg was okay. It was okay received. There's a one of those, uh, I think it was Open Water. I remember hearing a lot of stuff about that. But I just know none of those movies are going to be as good as Jaws, so I just never watch them. So rewatchability. I said outside of watching it for this podcast, and if you just are going to ironically watch it or something, you don't need to rewatch this movie. Not. Yeah, yeah, not probably. Definitely. You don't need no. to watch this movie. Um, if you want to watch a Jaws movie, like I've said multiple times this podcast, just watch the first one. Uh huh. It'll it'll scratch the itch, and it's a lot more. It's a lot better made. The storytelling is better. Characters are better. Yeah. It's got a, a director that's made other things that people really love. It's still Steven Spielberg. So, um, mm -hmm. just watch that one. I thought one thing was kind of weird. Was, you know, when they, with Mike's wife, you know, being the little metal worker, and uh, when 
the mom walks into the thing to see her little sculpture she's making. She's like staring at it like it's all evil. Just yeah, like, I'm thinking it's kind of because it kind of because it kind of looks like a shark. If it's you look shaped at it. a little bit like a shark, I kind of figured that. I was just like, that's a little bit of a reach. Yeah, they're reaching. They're re- they're, that I mean, this whole movie is a reach. The fact that this yeah. shark would track down a family and knows when a certain family is in the water. It's all a reach. Let's see, so fun facts, Jake. All right. Roger Ebert gave the film zero stars. Good job, Roger. <laughs> it's got three stars out of ten on IMDb. I looked at it yesterday. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. We need to have a, uh, an Adam Sandler mark. Is it? We've got to figure that out. That's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Is it better or higher ranked or or lower ranked than we'll figure out an Adam Sandler movie to set as a benchmark? Probably Jack and Jill. Note, That's the worst one I've seen of his. Note it. Make that make that a mental note in your brain. We'll do that. The water in the tank at the end of the movie was shot and filled. It was filled with blue dye, which turned Michael Caine and Lorraine Hare, Lorraine Gray's Gary's hair gray or blue when they were in the tank. It dyed their hair. <laughs> it's like when people like with like super blonde hair get in a pool and they their hair gets dyed because of the chlorine. Yeah, it turns green. JC used to have that problem when we were little. Her hair would turn That's green. Funny. This was, I think I saw, th- this was a money movie for Michael Caine. He just took it based because they were just, he just saw it says Fade in Hawaii. And then I've never seen it, but by all accounts, it was terrible. However, I've seen the house that it built and it's terrific. I should have done that in the accent. But <laughs> Lorraine Gary briefly came out of retirement following the movie 1941. That was in 1979. In order to reprise her role from previous films, this movie stands as her final film. Oh. Poor choice. Poor choice, Lorraine. I know, right? It's okay, though. We all make bad choices. I'm sure she got paid. Oh, yeah. As you mentioned, Dennis Quaid was asked to reprise his character as Mike Brody, but declined. I'm like, smart. Yeah, he said, smart. I've already been in one of these trash movies. I'm not going to be another smart. one. Uh, Roy Schneider was offered a cameo, but declined, stating, Satan himself cannot get me to do Jaws Part 4. Reportedly, if Schneider had accepted the tiny part, the shark would have killed his character at the start of the movie. The end result has Schneider in the movie through archive footage from Jaws that was inserted during some scenes. So, good choice, Roy. Yeah, I know, right? It just is, this one's funny. Satan himself oh. could not make I know, right? Jaws yeah. part four. This is funny. Mario Van Peebles wrote his own part. Yeah, I read that one too. That's funny. Yeah, they're not often used to be like, "Oh yeah, we'll cast you. You interested in just writing your character?" What? That's so weird. Michael Caine couldn't accept his Oscar for the movie Hannah and Her Sisters because he was filming this movie and the schedule was so tight they didn't allow him to leave for the Oscars. That's hilarious. <laughs> Um, the shark's yeah, infamous roar during the climax actually comes from a Tom and Jerry cartoon called The Milky Wafe, hmm. 1946. Reportedly, this was actually done because the sound editor refused to make an original sound effect, thinking that the idea of a shark roaring was ridiculous. I want I to like give a high five to that sound producer. But they still put it in anyway, yeah. and he's just, he probably just like, 
he probably just like, I wash my hands of this. That was not me. Yeah, you know, the last person to say I wash my hands of this got Jesus crucified. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> he, he was. Tr- <laughs> I'm not gonna even try to. Oh, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Oh my gosh, well played. <laughs> a crucial subplot involved Hoagie smuggling drugs onto the island. The scenes were shot and then deleted during post-production because it took away from the main premise involving the shark. It's fully detailed in the novelization. So I guess this movie was based off of a novel. I know the first one was. But okay. the first one wasn't anything like the movie. Like Matt Hooper in mrs brody have an affair in the book and they don't in the movie um so i guess it's just loosely based on the movie yeah here's some kind of a novelization there's a super long paragraph basically this guy is a voodoo doctor and is basically summoning and controlling the shark or whatever it's just like that's just better movie that's just no, where this better movie. movie do that if you're gonna yeah if you're gonna do the whole supernatural shark falling in the family thing make it be magic yeah at least that make it be i can at least forgive that a little bit this shark just being like i'm gonna travel all the way down from amity island in the northeast part of the united states to the caribbean just to eat this family doesn't make any yeah. sense just make it magic yeah, it's it's a lot easier to suspend your disbelief when there's that. Yeah, rather than it's not like trying to it's not like we're, explain it away logically. Yeah, it's not like they're going for any type of realism in this movie. Sharks don't like human taste in real life, anyways. They only attack yeah. humans because they mistake them for something else. Exactly, and their bites are just lethal in some cases. Just make it magic. I don't care. It's the fourth Jaws. Yeah. It's gonna suck. Just have mickey mouse standing on the mountain casting spells i don't care yeah seriously (laughs) i saw one where it says the writers of this movie had not seen jaws 2 or jaws 3d (laughs) which is why there is a bit of inconsistency in the plot in certain points such as mike's loving separation from Catherine and sean's Catherine, comma and sean's return from colorado not being mentioned (laughs) there was movies before this (laughs) what are you talking about what are you talking about? Steven Spielberg made one of these? Oh, well, I mean, we didn't know that. I just, I'm not, we just wrote a script about a shark. Yeah. Why, why the Jaws wants revenge? We don't know. Don't we know. just thought it would be funny. Yeah. Maybe they, like, wrecked into his car or something. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what they did to they, him? They spurned his advances. <laughs> He had a crush on Lorraine Gray for a real long time and finally got the courage to ask her out and she said no. And he They foreclosed on his house and he wanted revenge. I mean <laughs> who knows? Yeah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have, Jake. This is not a very long movie. Too, it's not a very long movie, uh, which is a plus. Um Yeah. So there's not much to talk about. We got some jokes off, so uh that's all I got. So we are on social medias, if you don't know. And those are a popular thing to use. On Twitter, you can find us at Seen This Have You. And then on Instagram and Facebook, we are the HYST Podcast. 
on Twitter and Instagram for me personally, I am Ethan Tyler Wilson with no E and Tyler. And what about you, Jake? I can be found on Twitter and Instagram at J-A-E-K Spencer. Jake! Yeah, J-A-E-K Spencer on both of those platforms. Sick. You have a movie for next week? We are going to watch Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell. It's actually free on Netflix right now. So until next week, I am Ethan Wilson. I'm going to tell you to stay safe. You know, be courteous, wear masks. Anything, Jake? Don't go into the water if there's too many great white sharks. Yeah, if your family gets multiple time, I guess, attacked by sharks, just move inland. You're not going to find any sharks in, you know, Lake Wampompack or whatever. There's no sharks in freshwater. Just move. Yeah. So that's our advice. If your family gets attacked by sharks, just move away from saltwater. We'll see you next week. Bye.